If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. There will be a question linked to this episode in the description, so check it out and respond if you can. Thank you. Chapter 25, Wings of Fire, The Brightest Night Three moons, Sunny thought. She's even bigger than I remembered. Burn was a massive, heavy dragon with jagged scars all over her pale yellow scales, including a particularly vicious one along, all along her side under her left wing. A more recent wound was slashed across her snout, oozing olive green pus and dark blood. Her black eyes glinted with her stained claws, gemmed with what looked like fresh blood as she slithered across the saloon towards them. So you came, she hissed. I thought the rumors couldn't possibly be true. She cast a seething look up at the hundreds of dragons watching. I hope you have a good reason for distributing my battle plans. The war's over, Sunny said as loud as she could. There was a ripple of whispers along the wall as her words were passed along. Really? said Byrne. Because you say so, is that it? Because we all say so, Tsunami retorted. She flared her wings to include all the dragons above and around them. Interesting, said Byrne. But I see a problem. In fact, I see two problems flying this way right now. Sunny whirled and saw a mass of dragons arriving from the east. Blister in her forces, she thought hopefully. She looked north and saw it at flashing silver scales. Please let that be blaze with the ice wings. <clears throat> it's possible I won't kill you, Byrne said. After all, you've brought me my sisters to kill, which is more helpful than any other dragon has been. Then again, you're very annoying. This is not about killing, Sunny said. The sounds of wings were getting closer, so she turned to watch Blister land next to Queen Oasis' monument. Blister sank her talons into the sand for a moment, shooting a deadly look up at the the obelisk. Blaze and Queen Glacier landed. Blaze and Queen Glacier landed a moment later, off to Sunny's left. Blaze eyed her sisters nervously, staying close to the ice spring side. Blister slithered out of the sand and paced slowly between Sunny and Clay, her snake-like gaze pinned on Burn as she circled her older sister. You're still alive, Blister. You're still alive, Blister remarked in a cool, calm voice. That's a pity. She narrowed and she paused and narrowed her eyes at the dragonets. I was hoping you'd have my sisters dead before I got here. <clears throat> What? Burn snarled. They've chosen me as queen, not you. No way, Blaze cried, then hurriedly backed into Glacier as the sisters whipped their heads toward her. They picked me. They told me to come here. We haven't chosen any of you, Sunny said firmly, and we're definitely not killing any of you. Unless we have to, Glory observed. Feel free to provoke us. Shh, Clay said, nudging her. We're here to find a peaceful solution, Sunny announced. Either you three decide among yourself peacefully who's going to be queen, or everyone else here will decide for you. No more armies, nor murdered dragons. 
Byrne barked a harsh, disbelieving laugh. I have a better idea, she said. First, I kill my sisters, and then I kill all of you, and then I stuff you and spend the next hundred years telling your dead faces about peaceful solutions. Out of the corner of her eye, Sunny saw a flurry of movement from the part of the wall where Thorne was perched. No one is going to let you do that, she said to Byrne, trying to sound much braver than she felt. In fact, Blister injected suddenly, I've already made a gesture of peace. Didn't you get my presents, Byrne? An eerie silence fell for a moment as Byrne stared down at her. I was thinking, Byrne hissed in the, into the stillness, that this war has gone on for too long. I thought if I sent you a gift, something I know you've always wanted, that perhaps we could, we could mend fences and reunite the family. She bared her teeth at the palace entrance, and Sunny spotted Smolder just inside the doorway where she'd seen him, where she'd first seen him. Aha! Burnstone, that was from you. Smolder, bring me the box. Now, he said. Don't argue with me, she growled, and he vanished into the palace. A gift? A gesture of peace? Reuniting the family? That doesn't sound like blister to me. Sunny flicked her tail anxiously. Or is it she really willing to stand down and let Byrne be queen? Smolder returned a few minutes later, carrying the box that Sunny had seen on the top floor of the weirding, Weirdling Tower, when she'd been chained up there. As he set it down in front of Byrne, it let out a malevolent hiss. Byrne, be careful, Sunny said. She had a horrible sticking feeling in her chest, and she really didn't like the look on Blister's face. I, I think it might be a trick. Of course it is, Byrne said, especially if it's from my clever little sister. Sending me a present, thinking I'll open it without any suspicion. It's if I don't recognize the hiss of a dragon bite viper when I hear it. It's not a trick, Blister said coolly. I know you've always I know you've always wanted one for your collection. Dragon bite viper? Fate Speaker whispered to Starflight. Rare and deadly, he whispered back. The only snake in Peria that can kill a dragon with one bite. He shifted nervously on his talons. If that's really what's in there, I hope that's not really what's in there. Well the trick's on you, Burns said. She's her claws into the top of the box and ripped it off with a vicious tearing sound. Fast as lightning, her talons shot into the box and lifted out a withery hissing rope of scale, scaly a hissing rope of scaly furry. The snake's head was pinned between Burns' claws so it couldn't bite her. Its whole body wiggled and lashed like the eels attacking in the seeming palace. I know you, your sick, twisted mind. You thought this would kill me. Burns snarled up Lister. So it's very poetic when it kills you instead. She took a step toward her sister and then stopped looking down. Oh, Blister said. I did. I got you too. Did I leave out that part? The second dragon bite the second dragon bite viper lunged out of the box and sang it sting its teeth into Burns' ankle. Its venomous tail its venomous fangs slid like shards off ice right between her scales. The screaming seemed to come from everywhere at once. Blaze was probably screaming the loudest, shrieking and flapping her wings as if they were the ones who'd been bitten. All along the walls, dragons were pushing and yelling and leaning in to get a better look or taking off into the sky to get far away from the stakes as possible. 
Burns stamped one foot down onto the second snake, crushing it, but it was too late. Black veins were shooting up her leg and spreading through her scales. What happened? Starflight asked, reaching out for Sunny. Sunny touched his wings with her own. There was a, there was a, there was a second snake in the box, and it, and it, it, it bit Burn. This was Plister's plan, the one I overheard her talking about in the mirror. Send Burn something she really wants and figure out a way for it to kill her. Clever and evil and sinister. She looked over at Blister, who was watching her sister's death throughs with an enthralled, smug smile on her face. We can't let her be a queen. All of Priyuria would be in danger if Blister was queen. What else can we do? She's not going to accept Blaze on the throne instead. And it looks like it'll be this will be the end for Burn. Burn let out a furious roar and collapsed to the ground with a crash that shook the earth. Her wings twitched and convulsed as if they were possessed. She clawed the air, reaching for Blister. Oh, I'll kill you, she snarled. I'll claw it. Oh, it hurts. Oh, stop. Stop it. Stop it. She roared again, howling her agony at the sky. Her ankle was entirely black now, the claws curling and, and, and shriveling. The venom marched up toward her heart, fast and unstoppable. Is there anything we can do? Sunny asked. Clay? Starflight? Starfight shook his head mutely. Burn rolled onto her back, wheezing as the black tendrils looped together into the center of her chest. Her arms flopped to the ground, her talons open, and the first snake slithered loose onto the stones of the courtyard. The viper! Blaze shrieked. It's going to kill us all! Pandomian erupted along the walls. Fly! screamed several dragons. Kill it! Rolled a, roll, roared others. Or it'll kill us all. Blister was already was in the air already, hovering over them and watching gleefully as the snake shot towards the dragonets. It moved like lightning, zigzagging across the stones faster than flight. Up, 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 Tsunami shouted, shoving at her friends. Starfight, Fate Speaker screamed. Sunny whirled into a starfight, stumbled forward, his wings unfolding, unfolding, but slowly, too slowly. His talons reached out, trying to orient himself. The snake was literally at his feet already. Sunny and Fate Speaker reached him at the same time, grabbing his forearms and trying to lift him, bo- bo- trying to lift him bod- bodily into the sky. But they were too small, and Starflight was heavy and confused and unwheedling. His tail thwacked against thwacked the ground, and his wings nearly overbalanced them as he tried to struggle into the air. The viper's hiss and the viper hissed, and it sounded as if it was coming from inside Sunny's skull. It's going to be one of us, Sunny realized with a dole for. Let it be me. Please don't let Starfight die. And then something hit her, like a bold, boulder slamming into all of them. Sunny, Fate Speaker, and Starfight tumbled backwards. A tangle of wings and tails catapulted across the courtyard. Sunny was flung loose from the others and skidded across the sand, crash, fr- crashing finally into Queen Oasis Oblisk. She shoved herself back up, dizzy and disoriented. What had happened? Someone pushed her? The snake bite anyone? Was Starflight okay? <clears throat> her head took a moment to clear, but then she realized there was a dragon lying on the stones where she'd been sitting alone before. The dragon who'd slammed into her into them, the dragon who'd saved their lives. It was Clay.